0: At the third stroke, it will be time for the Town Hall Tapes. Beep. 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 How exciting. Hello there. This is Town Hall Tapes, your half-decent podcast dealing with local government and community issues in South London, namely in Lambeth and in Greenwich. I'm Daryl Chamberlain and joining me this
1: afternoon, because it's Tuesday afternoon, is uh, Jason Carp. Hello, Jason. Darryl, hello. Uh, a week is a long time in politics, uh, especially since Friday, and the names came out for the runners and riders for the local elections taking place in May. It seems like a long, long while um, over the weekend trying to catch up and digest this information. There's been, a lot, there's been a lot to go through, but I think the story probably remains the same. It
0: might remain similar for both of us, I think.
1: Yeah, so we should say goodbye. Thank you for your time. There's no <laughs> proof in carrying on. <laughs> Indeed, now, I think we're going to go through a couple of segments here for Town Hall Tapes. Uh, I'm going to talk, if that's fine, Daryl, about the uh, Lambeth nominations. And then you can do the same over in Greenwich. OK, so let's talk about Lambeth. Take it away. I'll try and condense this. And so uh, the local elections taking place on the 3rd of May. 63 seats in 21 wards. As a reminder in Lambeth, the almost one-party borough, uh, the last elections gave us 58, count them, 58 Labour councillors, three Tories who we don't really talk about, uh, one Green, and the one in the Independent Labour, in uh, Rachel Haywood, who we'll come back to, no doubt, very soon. So you can see, really, how momentous it is for for any opposition party to try and take Lambeth council. No spoilers ain't going to happen. Um, the one-party borough really came about in 2014 with the the collapse of the Lib Dem vote. So they, they lost all 15 seats. They were completely blown out, wiped out. It'll be interesting to see if there's any any sense of the, a Lib Dem comeback in 2018. I very much doubt it. George Turner, who was the general election candidate for the Lib Dems in Vauxhall, um, he took the vote up uh, for the for the snap election last year Pretty much on an anti Kate Hurry ticket and did rather well, <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure if that really is significant to see if that can be turned around locally. Uh, you've got the Tory, the Tory Fiefdom around Clapham Common. Mm-hmm. They could be um, um, have ambitions of taking Clapham Town uh, and also maybe possibly into Larkhall. Again, I think quite unlikely. The main challenge in Lambeth is going to come from the Greens. So you think it, so? Interesting. Yeah, it was no coincidence that Jonathan Bartley, who is the, the national co-leader of the Green Party, uh, he chose to actually launch his party's national campaign for these local elections in Lambeth on the central hill estate, one of the states that Lambeth Labour wants to regenerate. Um, the Greens, it's impressive, they're standing three candidates in all 21 wards, all apart from two wards. Uh, and Bartley himself is standing uh, in St Leonard's. Um, the Streatham, isn't it, St Leonard's? It isn't it, Saint Leonard's? It is, yeah, and it's where uh, Scott Ainsley, who was the lone Green councillor in the current and current council, he's also he he was elected in the area. Um, some of the notable wards or stories, and so bricks and buzz. We broke the story on Friday evening about Rachel Haywood, as mentioned, standing as an independent in Cold Harbour, uh, uh-huh. and so Rachel she was in the Labour cabinet up until twenty fifteen. And then in 2016, she worked out what direction this was going. And she spoke out very, very publicly about bookish gyms. She had the whip withdrawn. She was put on the Lambeth Labour Naughty Step. She's taken the very, very brave decision uh, to stand as an independent. So she was thrown out of the party. She heard the news last night. She's got a five-year ban. For the many, eh? Yeah, whereas uh, previously, Comrade Kingsley Abrams had a two-year ban for something very, very similar. So I think in Cold Harbour, she's got a very, very good chance... Uh, having to really whistle this very very quickly and so in uh, Oval Ward uh, a previous ex ward of mine, it's the return of Captain Jacko, Jack Hopkins Ray. So he was being very, very public, saying he wasn't going to stand. And even two weeks ago, he posed in a tweet of retiring councillors. He got himself positioned towards the front of the picture and smiled away. Um, he was the ex-Cabinet member who spent a lot of time um, um, regenerating the borough, involved in, in business stuff. There were some interval squabblings going off in the, in the Oval Ward, I, I believe, which led to uh, the candidate South Faisal stepping down at the last minute. Cometh <laughs> the hour, come with so Yay. I think it would be key, interesting to see, really, if his regeneration agenda, when he was a cabinet member, how that plays a role. Sounds like Jacko's been regenerated himself. Yeah, there's far more detail on the Bricks and Buzz piece. Uh, a busy, busy time.
0: This is the Town Hall Tapes.
1: And so that was the Town Hall Tapes Runners and Riders for Lambeth. Daryl, please do tell me that it's as life as firming for you over in Greenwich. Pretty life sapping, really, but well, I'll try oh. to sum up some enthusiasm
0: for it. Um, so, 2014 uh, election uh, resulted in 43 Labour councillors and eight Conservatives. That changed at a by election last year. So, it's currently 42 Labour and nine Conservatives. This time around uh, is historic because Labour is sensing a wipeout. Oh. Labour is sensing all 51 going Labour. And this would be pretty much a, 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 a seismic move with the white Power conservative uh, politics in Greenwich Borough. Um, but, yeah, it could actually happen this year. We don't know. All the action is pretty much going to be taking place. Well, most of the action is going to be taking place in Elton, south of the borough, uh, which is the Tories heartland. And. Um, Ground zero for Greenwich politics uh, is Eltham North Ward, which is the north side of Eltham High Street. So between Eltham High Street and Oxley's Woods. It's where you find the Conservative HQ, the Eltham Labour HQ, the homes of several leading politicians uh, in the borough. And it's also a, a hyper-marginal ward. It's currently two Conservatives, one Labour. Uh, the last election, it was actually two Labour, one Conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, and the margins are very, very tight indeed. Um, the uh, main uh, Conservative man in that ward, Spencer Drury, has already voiced his doubts that uh, the, 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 the Tories will, will cling on there. Um, so we'll have to see what happens there. Um, across the road, Eltham South. Labour's never, ever surged south of Eltham High Street. They're building a new cinema just south of Elm High Street. And, uh, <laughs> and they may hope that this is going to get them Elm South. Elm South, the Tories, had a majority last time of about 70, I think it's 77, something oh, yeah. like that. So, yeah, again, wafer thin. So mm. the Tories are just hanging on in there. Um, so that could change, uh, and that's 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 five of their nine councillors, and they could all go, um, you yeah, know, with, with, with just a very small shift. Um, just south of that is the ward of Cold Harbour and New Elton, the very south of Greenwich Borough. Yes. Uh, slides slightly into the leafy streets of Chislehurst but also includes the uh, uh, the Cold Harbour Estate. This is actually quite strong Tory territory. Uh, the Cold Harbour Estate in Mottingham, it's a Proper old 50s councillor stable and old farm. And was old pictures of that. It's an interesting place. Um the Tories are held on to that. They campaigned very astutely over the, over the years, but the last general election, Labour think they could have that. Yeah. And that if the Labour surged the south of the borough, then that's it. It's toast. That leaves us with one Tory left. Jeff Brighty just over Blackhead Westcombe. Uh It's painted as a leafy ward. However, it does have some substantial council estates in it and some sort of community wide facilities that have been neglected by Greenwich Labour over the years. Jeff Brighty is the sole Conservative candidate there, sole Conservative (laughs) councillor there, uh, sorry. Um, He's an astute and very popular local councillor. However, there are again three Labour candidates there that are keen to unseat him. Um, So, all this could mean a possible wipeout, uh, 51 out of 51. If there is a, um, a, a wipeout, this this will increase the influence of Clive Efford, the Eltham MP, because yes. L- he will have the close links to the Eltham candidates, and so this means that things you know, in Greenwich will probably be possibly business as usual. We don't know yet. However, if they, if Labour fail to advance much on the, on their current forty two seats, this may strengthen the hands of those who want change. And in the north of the borough, we have uh, the Plumstead Party uh, with with, with no real conservative representation there. Um, The Plumstead Party is a local party, nine candidates in three wards there. They'll be hoping to make a big dent in labour and drive home the message that the area needs change. The Greens are uh, concentrating on Peninsula Ward just down the road from here,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um, uh, targeting local anxiety about things like the Cruise Line Terminal and Silvertown Tunnel. And then there's Liberal Democrats right <laughs> well, not much to say there really so yes yeah, so yeah it could be a wipeout. we don't know yet this is the town hall tapes so i've peered into my crystal ball or more accurately my uh my glass of low sugar ribena and 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 seen some predictions for Greenwich. jason what do you think about lambeth
1: uh well, it's not really exactly um, difficult to see anything beyond a sizeable Labour majority. Uh, not quite sure if it'll be the same crushing one-party borough which we've had for the past four years. There is there is this general belief that, you know, a vote for Labour is a vote for that nice Mr. Corbyn. Mm. Whereas the the exact opposite is actually true. Um certainly in Lambeth and so all three CLPs, all three constituency Labour parties, um, they endorsed um other candidates in the two leadership contests for the Labour leadership. Uh, And even the Progress Council has signed the petitions to try and ditch Corbyn, and so there's still, you know, that idea of which kind of Labour Party are you voting for when you're voting locally, basically in these elections you're voting for somebody that can clear up dog shit, and I'm (laughs) not sure that Mr Corbyn can. Well, well has that been an
0: interesting photo opportunity? There's a gentleman who's uh, who joined the Toys, I forget his name, but he's joining the Toys in the campaign trail in uh, Eltham, and he's he enthusiastically tweeting that a vote for Labour is a vote for Corbyn extremism. It's like. Mate, this is Greenwich. Yeah, it's, yeah. there's <laughs> it's a vote for a party that's been in bed with developers for years.
1: Yeah, there's a, Some of the things here that there's um some guys in Lambeth that are kind of tweeting the same thing, and they're they're out and out old school Lambeth socialists, and they really generally believe that um, if we don't have 61 progress councillors, then that nice Mister Corbyn can't form a government, and you've <laughs> got to you've got to take a step back and just just actually see what has the the, the, whole, the whole the whole rump of lambeth labor been trying to do for the past four years if it's not been you know building luxury apartments it's been working behind the scenes trying to get the likes of Corbyn kicked out and so that argument doesn't at all stack up um and it's just piss poor for democracy and so uh some good things have happened in the past four years in lambeth some pretty awful things have happened as well and you know i'm not at all advocating please god forbid you know having anything more than six Lambeth Tories, can I I stretch as far (laughs) as that? Your pet Tories, keep them in the cage and feed them, and uh, and they will make the occasional Tory noise. Down boy, down boy. But um, (laughs) yeah, if if you had numbers, let's think between ten, possibly fifteen opposition councillors. If they are good opposition councillors, they can make um, you know a pretty average Labour council become a bloody good Labour council. And they can hold them to account. And you can get actually a council that works for residents rather than working for the Progress Group, which is what currently Lambeth Council does. I, 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 I have to say
0: I fear you're probably being a little optimistic. Um, oh. I think because of the
1: way the party whips
0: work and, and bullying and and, and, and whatever. Right, exactly. I, thought, I think there are more fundamental flaws in the in in the system than that but yeah i i, I agree i mean with, with greenwich it's i mean we, we've seen lewisham now where lewisham is now um i think lewisham is 54 councillors it's 53 labour on one green and uh and you can start to see the effect in lewisham it's all starting to kind of get a bit you know the, the wheels are coming off very slightly in lewisham because there is just no opposition whatsoever and i think you know it's it would be, yeah, it, it would be disastrous for Greenwich to go a one-party, a completely one-party state.
1: Yeah, the reason why there's no opposition, um, certainly in London. There just really is no kind of Tory party to speak of in London and we're seeing that they're kind of scrambling and they they can't really, really, really fill seats. The Lib Dems are still suffering after what that um, um, idiot Nick Clegg did. And so you can just see why if you're a voter in London, there's not a lot of choice really between Labour or the Greens and uh, Labour are an election winning fighting machine.
0: Yeah, whereas the green? Greens are a finely honed, what well, bicycle, really.
1: But um,
0: but yeah, I mean, it's first past the post, isn't it? And, you know, we, we deserve a lot better than first past the post uh, as a system for electing government. But hey, you can't see neither Labour nor the Tories wanting a change. You know, why no. it delivers them uh, one party councils everywhere.
1: OK, well, I'm sure we shall come back to the local elections uh, over the next few weeks or so here on Tannel Tapes. Uh, we shall wrap up, Dale, if that's fine. So, where can people find your work online? You will find me eventually, find an election preview on 853london.com
0: and you can find me on Twitter at daryl 1974
1: I've got the Brixton Buzz election predictions already up uh, and you can find me tweeting at jason underscore cobb. Thanks for listening. You know, please do share. We're in the iTunes store, we're on Acast. You can rate, review, subscribe. Thank you. Cheerio.
0: You have been listening to the Town Hall tapes. Beer first, business later.